You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and uh, lots of Irish activity coming up in Ottawa uh, this weekend. Uh, the Ottawa Irish Film Festival gets underway, and in included in that, there is an interesting movie which is talking about the history of Irish dance, and that leads nicely into the following weekend at the National Arts Centre, where the River Dance Troupe will be coming through, and uh, there are three nights or three, at least three performances where you cannot just see the history of Irish dance one weekend, but you can go and actually see the performance the following weekend. And Parik Moyles is here with me. Parik is the artistic director, uh, artistic director at River Dance and had an involvement, a consultant, um, uh, Feet of Freedom as well. Parik, Grimila Mahagat, Agustafalcharot. Oh, thank you very much, Austin. Thanks for having me here. It's, it's, it's fantastic to be part of this and uh, looking forward to this. So, um, you know, Given now that we have two strings to our bow here, but let's go way back to Riverdance, which has taken the world by storm in every respect. Uh, and But it took the world by storm 27 years ago. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it did take the world by storm 27 years ago when it had the, um, the, the Eurovision Song Contest, Austin. That seven minutes really sparked what is known as the international phenomenon. And from there... John and Moya and Bill went on to create the two-hour production show that has toured the world to over 28 million people who have sat in a theatre, just like the National um, Arts Centre there in Ottawa, and have seen this show live, as well as the over 3 billion people globally that have seen Riverdance in some form on television. So it's been an incredible success, and we are very fortunate to be part of it. Parik, you've been on stage. Um, it must be an incredible emotional high to go out on stage, particularly in the corners of the world where the Irish diaspora um, have a real sense of belonging and get the electricity that comes back from an audience. It, it is, Austin. It, it, it's an incredible feeling, a huge sense of pride that comes over you. And when you get to perform a show like Riverdance, especially for, as you've mentioned, the people around the world that connect with Ireland. But I I have to say, in today's Riverdance, that is now 27 years on, the element of international artists that we have from around the world that is performing the art form that we know as Irish dancing, the world knows as river dancing, is truly inspiring. And I think it's been a goal of John, Moy and Bill since the beginning. Now we have artists from across North America. We have artists from Moldova and the Ukraine and uh, Georgia, United Kingdom, Japan, Mexico, Israel, they, uh, Australia. So the artists now are coming from all over the world, which is truly incredible and a great testament to the success Riverdance has been because it has spread that Irish culture, not just the culture of Ireland, but other cultures as well around the world, and we are seeing that come back tenfold in terms of the talent that we have on the stage and the diversity that we have within the cast. In your period of time on stage, where in the world did you never expect that you would perform Irish dancing that surprised you with the reaction from the audience? China. China. 
Um, ne- never did I think that we'd be doing the type of tours that we're doing throughout China and Asia in general, I would say, Austin. I mean, the, the reaction you get from Japan is like you're a part of the Beatles. Uh, the, the crowds outside the stage door waiting and cheering and screaming to doing, to being the most successful Western show ever to tour China. It's, it's incredible. And, uh, when you're in China and you're trying to, um, uh, I mean, we've been going there effectively touring there since 2009. When English wasn't a massive language within China and we weren't great at Chinese. <laughs> so the communication was a real challenge. But when you mentioned Riverdance, um, they all seemed to understand what that was. Uh, and I used to find that pretty incredible. Uh, and then they'd go, Oh, Ireland, you too, Guinness, Riverdance, you know. <laughs> so, um, it, it, it was great. And it, it is amazing still to be going back to those territories with the same success that we've come to experience uh, time and time again. So it's incredible. And of course, language is not an issue when it's using your feet. While I know there are there are lyrics in some of the music and some of the songs, but dance of its nature is an international language. That's right. And I think a lot of that too, as well as the, the dance, it's primal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that everybody can can watch and see and most importantly feel. And a lot of that feeling comes from Bill's Grammy Award winning score. I mean, the music is timeless and as timeless and all as it is, he's improved it in mm-hmm. the past couple of years because mm-hmm. he re-recorded all of that music, put in new orchestrations and everything. So even for someone like myself who've, who's performed that show over 5,000 times as a dancer, let alone the amount of times we would have rehearsed the music, hearing what he's done with the music is again just inspirational and makes us all want to get on our feet. Uh, but I think the staging that John McCaulgan has done and the choreography that's within the show, it, it's one of those things that is very hard to come along across in theatre, Austin, where all of those things just meld together so seamlessly and perfectly. And even with that, John, Moya, Bill, and all the artistic people and the cast within Riverdance, their goal every night is to exceed expectations. Their goal every day is to try and to improve. And that is something that is a great culture to be a part of. When did you become aware of Riverdance first in your life and what age were you? I was about 16 years of age and uh, my uncle called my father, my uncle uh, Mikey, God rest him, he, he called my father. He was watching the Eurovision in Cross Malina County Mayo and he knew that I danced out in New York at the time. We immigrated from Ireland to the US and he said to my dad, geez, Porik has to see this. So he sent out a VHS, Austin, for me to watch. And that was my first introduction to Riverdance. And at that point, I was dancing for a guy named Donnie Golden, who was an incredible dance teacher who taught Gene Butler in Brooklyn and in Mineola in Long Island in New York. And it was that moment in time that I actually fell in love with dance. Up until then, I always danced, but I was never in love with it. I never had a passion for it. Riverdance sparked that passion inside me to actually want to make a living out of it. So that was my introduction to Riverdance. Would you say Riverdance has um, debunked, and that's the wrong word, um, enabled males particularly to feel comfortable and that it has attracted males to Irish dancing? I, I would think so. And I think what it's done there, Austin, is not just attracted males to Irish dancing, but to performance in general. 
um, particularly within the dance, uh, the dance category, let's say. A lot of us would have done it in the past to compete and get some sort of accolades like that. That was never really where I sat. And I think a lot of boys today realize that you can do more with dance than just compete. You can actually make it be a part of a performance. And that's really where Riverdance helps elevate the art form is, is showing it as a performance rather than just a competitive, let's call it a sport, because that's truly what it is. I know there was a period of time when Shannos dancing reemerged and there was a perception uh, when I was growing up, you know, Irish dancing, you had your hands straight down beside your, your <laughs> the last, as they said, the last, the book, book two on my own to use Suddenly, uh, Shannos dancing is back or not quite suddenly, but it has come back and it has given that fluidity that is there. So I think that probably has greatly helped interpretation of music as well in, in how putting together a show like this that's going to go on stage for an hour and a half to two hours. The ability to use the whole body. Yeah, and, and I, I think, you know, as we go further um, and we look into the future, Austin, allowing that art form to evolve and in some ways helping it do what Riverdance did for it 27 years ago is vitally important to the longevity. I think, it's, it's, I think it is important that we hold on to tradition, but I also think it's important that we allow tradition to evolve. Um, and uh, when you have Shano's dancing and you see it today uh, and you see the, the openness, the freedom that it gives you, and that's a lot of what we were talking about or you were mentioning about Steps of Freedom, the evolution of Irish dance and, and how that story is told. It's a terrific movie for those who get the opportunity to see it or film, M- mainly a documentary but told in a very um, uh, brilliant story, let's say, and, and it really kind of touches on Riverdance and how Riverdance really propelled Irish dancing into the modern day uh, sport and art form that it is today. Um, but I think it's important that we allow Irish dancing in general, the art form that is Irish dancing and Shannos dancing, to continue to evolve, whether that's to non-traditional music and letting the music uh, evolve as well, or whether it's just allowing people to um, use their arms more in a free manner and, and how that choreography comes together because we have some unbelievable choreographers on their way up and I have no doubt that they will continue to create terrific shows that will represent Ireland in a global and brilliant way in the future. Yeah, because we would have associated the freedom of movement with what was described in Canada and up the Ottawa Valley as Ottawa Valley dancing and I'm sure you're familiar with the Pulaski brothers and when yes. they, they, they arrived over <laughs> and, yeah. and they were starting to, to do this free form and it was nearly like an aberration initially Yeah, but to realise that's what was has come back and yeah. is going back out again but those two boys are, are amazing, Austin, aren't they? I mean, <laughs> the, the Pulaski brothers are fantastic. And I know they tour a lot with the Chieftains and Cara yeah. Butler as well. Um, but they are fantastic. And when you watch them dance, there's just a great sense of energy and freedom to us, you know. So um, I, I think that the sky is the limit, really, as long as we keep an open mind as to how we can continue to evolve this. And take John Moy and Bill's lead on how they helped um, effectively transform how we see Irish dancing. Let's not forget when Moya... Uh, proposed having Riverdance at the Eurovision Song Contest, she was met with a little bit of resistance as to why anybody would want to see Irish dancing. Mm-hmm. But it was terrific for her to ask the questions, well, why not? 
Mm-hmm. You know, she, she was she was getting asked why, and and, and her answer was why not. Mm-hmm. And she saw it in a different way. And for her vision, along with John and, and Bill's uh, creation around the music and then the stage show, I mean, it it, it really was amazing to see her her perseverance um, and her persistence in getting what she felt was a new way of looking at an old form. Before we move on to talk about the uh, film, uh, I want as the artistic director for Riverdance. What does that role involve for you? Well, I, I suppose I'm, I'm the executive producer and the associate director is, is really what I am. But a lot of those things kind of fold into one of what you're saying. It's, it's working quite closely with John and Bill and Moya and the cast. And um, a lot of what I'm doing is planning for future tours. We have a terrific team, Austin, here in Dublin. No one person, as you well know, does this on their own. Uh, and we all feed into it together. And there's a great camaraderie, a great team. We, we know what the goal is. We know what the vision is. And it's to consistently improve and exceed expectations. Um, and we have a great bunch of people on the road led by terrific company managers and production managers. Uh, and you know, Austin, it, as they say, it takes a village. And it truly yeah. does take a village. And you have a, a group of over around 60 people on the road together traveling as a team, as well as the team here in Ireland working together. It's amazing just to be part of it. And I know something like Ottawa for the weekend. On the one hand, while it's intensive and you're in the one location, it actually gives the the team a bit of a break rather than having to come out. Because I know I've seen after some performances, it's literally out the stage door onto the bus to get onto the next location for the next night. So to get a weekend, and it's Easter weekend uh, that you guys are in Ottawa. Uh, and and they, we, we have four shows there, Austin. We have um, one on Friday, two on Saturday, and one on Sunday. Uh, so we're really looking forward to. We've all been, always, sorry, we've always been well received by the the audiences in Ottawa. And um, I actually love the city myself. I perform there, and I love that city. Uh, and we've we, we've always had a raucous crowd, let's say, in, in Ottawa. So we're looking forward to it. It's Easter weekend. We're hoping that the cast can have a little bit of a rest on Sunday evening after the four shows before traveling on on Monday. After 5,000 performances, how are your feet? My, my feet are great. Um, I've been, again, I, I'll, I'll use the word fortunate, uh, but we're well taken care of, Austin. We have physiotherapists on tour. We have massage therapists on tour. A lot of it comes down to the, the dancer's own discipline. Um, but you're into ice buckets. You're, you're, you're taking care of yourself like any other professional athlete would. Right. Um, so, yeah, thankfully, thankfully, my feet, my knees, my legs, my hips are all good. But John McCall can be the first to say, talk to you in 20 years' time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk movies now. Feet of Freedom. Because that's um, being shown at the Ottawa Irish Film Festival, uh, running this from this weekend, the 8th, and it's available in a virtual. So if somebody wants to catch it, they don't actually have to catch it at a specific time. They can watch it. Uh, and this is also, I think, on with the support of the Irish Film Institute. You were a consultant, and uh, this is part of John's portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tyrone Productions were the ones who produced that, and Ruan McGann was the was the gentleman who directed it. So we would have been uh, working on that um, for a considerable length of time, probably the guts of the best five years. And of course, COVID played a role in that as well. I remember Ruan and Patricia sending me scripts and. Uh, I would have spent a couple of hours on the phone with Ruan going over storylines and how we could lace things together. But he is 
an amazing director. And what he has created there is something truly fantastic. And for anybody who has any sort of interest on how the evolution of a dance form has come around, the history of it, how it started. And again, it, it's it's an idea of how it started. We, we went back and did the absolute most research uh, that we possibly could on all of this, Austin. And, and you trace and you, you bring all that, those lines together and where you, where the art form was influenced by and who it was influenced by and who the masters were and where they spread that culture to. And it's, it, it's terrific. And the way it's put together and brought into a modern day, uh, storytelling is, is amazing. And uh, Riverdance obviously plays a big role in that from, for the, for the last quarter of a century. Um, and seeing the type of other dance forms that are coming out of it. Uh, so it, it's a great watch. And I hope people get the opportunity to not just see that, but see that the weekend prior to going to see Riverdance live in person in the National Arts Centre there in Ottawa. And actually, the availability of uh, the movie is at 6 p.m. Ottawa time on Thursday is when it becomes available. Uh, so it will be available Thursday night. You can watch the movie Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can go and watch the dancers. Uh, yeah. couldn't, it couldn't be better. I also want to talk a little about Riverdance Animation. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, I walked out to my granddaughter's. Um, I was out at my daughter's house uh, a few weeks back and I walked in. And here they're sitting down. And my two little granddaughters are Canadians. Um, they're, they're um, I, I'll get shot for something like this. They're six and four I think yeah but six and four and there they were up and they're watching it and they're glued to the screen and said come on come on here we're watching yeah that must have been fun must have been fun it was again another project that was uh, around seven years in the making and and that Moya kind of spearheaded uh, along with CineSight which is a Canadian out of out of Montreal company and the director of that was Dave Rosenbaum whom we met in Washington last week um, and uh, yeah it, it, it was a great project because we the dancers uh, myself and a couple of others went into motion capture suits Austin so that we could really pinpoint exactly how these deer were going to dance the megaloceros giganticus as they're called um, and then you had to take into account how their hooves worked and how that would work with the dancing. So the level of detail that went into this was incredible. Um, and again, just trying to uh, pull on the diversity that Riverdance has, the inclusivity that Div- Riverdance represents around the world. We wanted to to ensure that, you know, that the, the character Moya, the little girl, she's from Spain. Um, and that other cultures were represented in that because that is what Riverdance is. It's very inclusive environment to be a part of and, and it represents so many nations from around the world as, as sharing that stage. And, and we thought that the animated movie was terrific. It's on Netflix now for anybody in North America if you get the opportunity to see it. My own kids, um, not, not that I forced them to watch it or anything like that, Austin. <laughs> um, they, they love it. And, and my nieces and nephews, you see them up dancing. We see clips on uh, social media all the time of parents sending in their kids that are dancing away to it. And you know what's amazing about that, Austin, is those kids don't know the steps. Yeah. They don't know the art form. But yet they're dancing to the music and to the vision and to the feeling that they're getting from that screen. And I think that that is truly magnificent and magical in many, many ways. Parik, we're going to wrap up. Before we do, of course, we'll just give the details. And the details for the National Arts Centre, it's, as far as I recall, www.nac-cna.ca. And the Irish Film Festival 
uh, because it is important that you don't skip by that given what is on show. Uh, we'll just give you the website for that as well. And that is www.irishfilmfestivalottawa.ca. And um, as Porik says, Netflix, you can go out there and you look for Riverdance and you find that there. Um, and uh, anything else I need to cover on this? No, I mean, any, anybody looking to, um, to to get some tickets to the live show in Ottawa, they can also visit uh, riverdance.com uh, and they'll be able to get tickets there. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Austin, thank you so much for your time. We're looking forward to seeing all the people in Ottawa very, very soon. Uh, and like I said, not only is that venue absolutely incredible, but we've always been so well received. So the cast are really excited about getting there. I know you'll be sad, but you're probably going to miss the snow. Oh, we're, we're devastated. We were there in springtime once before, and uh, I thought it was absolutely stunning. And the flowers oh, yes. coming up, and it was the weather was absolutely amazing. And that is my memory of being in Ottawa. Uh, one, the friendliness of the people; two, the um, the audiences and how crazy they were and how loud they were; and three, just the the absolute beautiful nature the city has. Indeed. Point was, Thank you very much, Austin. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>